I was thinking about throwing my MacBook through the window this morning, but then I wouldn't have a window or a MacBook. And since I decided against doing that, now I have both. Nothing but winning. Here in the best little housing project in Spokaloo, bonjour amigos, bienvenidos, secret friends. I sincerely hope you're well. So I suck at numbers. Not a big mystery there, and I get easily confused by them. Uh, But these, I think, I get. One week until Christmas. Got it. Two weeks until New Year's Eve. Got it. And then the stuff that just sneaks up on you, four weeks away. Four weeks from today, January 15th, the Iowa caucuses. Where Trump is leading by a million miles, but I was fucking weird and who fucking knows? Caucuses are strange. You don't go and actually vote in a caucus for like one candidate. Rather, your neighborhood is divided into even smaller neighborhoods and then you and your neighbors talk out who you think you should vote for. And that's who gets the caucus votes. It's different than a primary. Most states that are caucus states, we go, eh, you know... Maybe this was cool yesteryear, but who wants to see their neighbors? So, Iowa's weird, but Trump has a a big lead. And it gets worse, because Trump is now accusing immigrants of poisoning the blood of our nation. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, he's doing what? he's, He's accusing the immigrants of poisoning the blood of a nation. Dangerous rhetoric. And usually Trump just says so much stupid shit and I can't stand the man. It's almost like water off a duck's back. Like, I don't want to spend all my days worrying about Trump 2024 until it seems like that's much more reality. Because today, numbers, again, and I'm just making this one up, maybe there's a 33% chance, maybe a 50% chance. I don't know, but it's not, I'm now I'm worried about it, but it's not enough for me to devote every waking moment to worrying about the man. I'm too busy with my self-loathing to hate Donald Trump. But not only is he talking about the immigrants poisoning the blood of our nation, he's now speaking of rounding them up too. Has no choice. Just doesn't want to do it, but he just has to, you know? When someone's poisoning the blood of a nation, you got to kick them out. What the fuck does that look like in application? Dear God. Maybe Trump should have a, uh, like a new campaign slogan. Putting the dick back in dictator. <laughs> Saw a new poll this morning, and yes, I am rock hard, because nothing makes me rock hard like a fucking brand new poll. I think this one was from CNN, at least that's where I saw it reported. But nationally, not Iowa, not New Hampshire, not South Carolina, not Nevada, but nationally, 69% of national Republicans are on Team Trump. 69%! But, 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 
take a little solace in this. Because it's not like 69% of the nation is crazy. As my Nana would say, Quetad, Kumfiad. Portuguese. But only 28% of the country identifies as Republican. Uh, ironically, uh, 28% is also the, the number that identifies as Democrats. Technically, the biggest political party in this country is independent at 41%. So it's not like the whole country's gone batshit crazy. It's just 69% of 28%, which I believe is... And I had to fuck it. I had to look this up because I, I clearly couldn't do this in my mind. That's like 19.2% of the population. And I think at any given time in America, one out of five just nutballs isn't, uh, it's not the worst. We can function with just one out of five. So that's, uh, that's where we're at now. That's politics. I do have a uh, a little bit of a of a podcast update for you before we get to Fishby's questions. I mentioned I thought the title of the podcast would change yet again because you know we'll just keep grinding away on this till we get something close to better. Uh, and I thought it was going to be Bob today, and then I'm like eh, I don't. I don't know if I love that on the Google. And I know we're still two weeks away from 2024. But if this last year, 23, as a nation, if this was our Michael Jordan year, that means next year, even though he wore 8 and 24, Let's call it a Kobe Bryant year. And Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba, rest in peace. You know why Kobe's a better basketball player than LeBron? LeBron, LeBron might be more skilled. Kobe was more competitive. Kobe is a cold-blooded motherfucking killer. That's why his nickname was the Black Mamba. So if we're going to have our Kobe year, I feel like, I mean, we're not going to have another one until 2106. And I don't feel like I'm going to make it to 2106. So I've been thinking about it a lot. And since I live as a recluse, I don't really have anyone I can turn to for advice. So straight out of a sci-fi novel, in, in lieu of actual people uh, I talked to, I, I consulted ChatGPT and... See, I've always hated the name Bob Van Dyne. I've always hated it. So I asked G Chat GPT, yeah. a neutral observer, you know, is, is Bob Van Dyne a nice name? And Chat says, uh, it, it is a straightforward and classic name. Whether it's considered nice is subjective, but it has a familiar and approachable feel. If you like the name, that's what matters most. So then I asked the tough one. Is Bob Van Dyne today a good name for a daily podcast? And ChatGPT says, Bob Van Dyne today could work well for a daily podcast. It has a friendly personal touch and implies that listeners will get a daily update or insight from Bob Van Dyne. It's straightforward and approachable. 
So I think I think we're gonna go with that, Fishby. I think we'll do it. If anyone has any objections, speak them now. Because January 1st is a Monday, and we don't take days off, so let's just fucking start it. Let's just go with it. Bob Van Dyne today. I'm not going to feel comfortable saying that aloud, but then again, the only person I talk to is ChatGPT, who's not a person. Fish Beast questions. Holly Jollies and Ho 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 Ebenezer Kringle Dick. It's me, Fish B. Ebenezer Kringle Dick today. It's probably better than Bob Van Dyne. Uh, it's me, Fish B. And when's the last time you did anything a normal man can do? And are you sure the milk thing is the weirdest thing you've ever done? And then today's trivia category is Jesus, that's delicious. Jesus, that's delicious. But first, Fishbee's questions. Feel free to call me Ebenezer Kringle Dick whenever you like. That's got, uh, that's sticky. When's the last time I did anything a normal man can do? A... The term normal, and I'm sure ChatGPT would tell you this, it's totally subjective. I mean, what the fuck is normal? We've got 8.1 billion people in the world, which means we have 8.1 billion separate realities. Not to brag, not to brag. But I went out for cocktails on Friday with a family member who works outside the country. And when they get back in town, we go out for some day drinking. And so we were doing that. We were out for a few hours. And I had to urinate in public, which is a real dilemma. But I am not like in front of everybody. like in there, but, <laughs> but I'm pleased to report and I think this number is better than last year. But somehow, some way, my spinal cord figured it out, because public restrooms are a mess for me. For the third time this year, did I urinate standing up? You're goddamn right I did. You're goddamn right. And you would think the pride of doing something so remarkable would carry me with nothing but joy for the rest of my days. Not quite there. But big deal, right? Huge. And are you sure that the milk thing is the strangest thing I've ever done? Yeah, I... Growing up playing basketball, I wanted to be big. So from eighth grade to senior year, I drink a gallon of milk every single day. I would show up at a friend's house to stay the night and my mom would have to fucking stop at the convenience store so I could grab a gallon of milk on my way. I'm not sure that's the weirdest. I'm not sure science fully understands the long-term health ramifications of drinking that much fucking milk. It's got a lot of estrogen in it. I read the milk and maybe that explains why I am uh, the least manly person that anyone has ever met. I'll give that some, th I'll get back to you on that. Cause no, I'm not sure. In fact, I guarantee the milk thing is not the weirdest thing I've ever done. I like to think my brand is uh, scarcity and mystique, but really my brand is just fucking weird. All right, let's do the trivia. Let's do the trivia. 
Again, the category is Sweet Jesus That's Delicious. You have how many you have. I have seven or eight. The leader is still Elizabeth Shue, now with 14. Motherfucker. My whole life. Storm up. No matter how hard I try, it just seems I can't catch Elizabeth Shue. Competing for the mystery gift card. Today's question is, what's the world's oldest distillery? The world's oldest distillery? I mean, come on, fish. Hit me with a question that's a challenge. Is not the world's oldest distillery Bushmills, 1608, Northern Ireland? Bushmills, oldest distillery. Final answer, Reege. Motherfucker. Bushmills, 1608, Northern Ireland. Named for the the mills along the river bush. King James granted their distillery license in 1608. King James is also part of a book. But Bush Mills is number two. Apparently number one is 1575. Lucas Bowles, B-O-L-S. The distillery. Also known as Postrophe T. L-O-O-T-S-J-E? Is that fucking Netherlands? Is that, is that Taluch? But by the 1700s, they had over 300 liquor recipes. Oh, Bowles Genevere is what they're famous for, which is more a craft cocktail type thing. The Bowles Genevere. But 1575, motherfuck. Motherfuck. Number three, if you're curious... And I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. Is Nolets or Nolets? N O L E T apostrophe S Distillery in the Netherlands. They make vodka gin and some more Genevieve. 1703, Mount Gay of Barbados, rum filtered by coral water. And uh, what's what's the oldest in America, Fishby? What's the, Buffalo Trace, the eighth oldest distillery in the world, 1787. All right. Thank you, Fish B, and God damn it. You knew that would make me feel bad, yet you did it anyway. Thank you so much for hanging out. We only have 15 minutes. Audio only intentionally. Up by noon at the latest every single weekday until the wheels fall off. Love you long time. Till manana. Say adios, Fish B.